This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now... The weekend's Premier League football was the last we'll see until after the World Cup, which begins next Sunday. The players have a month break and uh, the Premier League players will be back on Stevens's Day, which is Boxing Day in England. Unlike the French, for example, who are giving their players three weeks rest when they come back. And so Arsenal are going to be top of the league at Christmas, but they'll have played a lot fewer games than clubs normally have but it's a very good sign for Arsenal. And over the weekend, an interview that Cristiano Ronaldo has given to Piers Morgan, a 90-minute television interview. There have been clips and leaks about the interview, and it's very tough stuff. So I'm joined now by Liam Brady and John Giles to discuss this. Liam, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, one of the greatest players in the history of the game, Manchester United player for a long time. It's where he started, really, in England. And in this interview, he is merciless about Ralph Ranwick, the previous coach, and Ten Hag, the present coach. Also about the fact that since Alex Ferguson left, there's been no upgrade in the gym or in the equipment in any way. But it, it is being seen by the other players as a massive betrayal. What's your impression on what you've heard so far, Liam? Well, he's always been a difficult character, I mean, He's always been uh, very much into his own ego, hasn't he? You know, and yeah. probably that's made him the player he's been. Yes. Uh, he hasn't had things his own way at United since coming back. He, he, he He's kind of in denial about uh, how he can play football anymore. He wants he wants to coach, he wants the team to suit the way he plays. Yes. Uh, and simply doesn't work like that, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think the interview was, was wrong, but I'm not surprised really because he's that type, type of character. Uh, when I saw that he wasn't on the, uh, uh, he wasn't even on the bench yesterday against Fulham, uh, I knew there was something, you know, something really up. Uh, I think Ten Hag came out and said, Martial is the best striker at the club, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. So yes. uh, there's there's a kind of a war on there, Eamon. And, uh, yes. Uh, and really, football clubs don't want their dirty washing 
uh, washed in public. But yes. Ronaldo, uh, he's a law unto himself, and uh, and uh, I'm not surprised really. No, uh, John, you were a former Manchester United player. You know that club. It's very rare that they break ranks. One thing that should be said is that he said of Ralph Ranwick, who was there last year, that he wasn't even a coach. He said he was a football administrator. And in fact, before Ranwick went to Manchester United, he had been a director of football. He hadn't actually coached a team for several years. But the fact of the matter is, last season, Ronaldo still was Manchester United's leading goalscorer with over 20 goals. What do you make of this, John, at the moment? Well, I don't think it's right, I mean, I'd agree with uh, Liam on the situation. Um, you know, I didn't hear all the interview, I mean, didn't No, see nobody it, has seen it yet because it hasn't been screened yet. But okay. been, been, right. it's been leaked and clips of the interview are leaked in which Ronaldo, I have it in front of me here, says, I feel betrayed, not only this year, but last year too. And he, the other, his other core complaint is that since Alex Ferguson left the job, they haven't upgraded the gym. The equipment isn't there. He said Ramwick wasn't a coach at all. He, he does seem to have, in my view, genuine complaints, but the relationship with Ten Hag, the present coach, clearly has completely broken down. And he's really turning on the club in a big way with this Piers Morgan, who, as we know, has a way of getting these exclusive interviews. He says he's a friend yeah. of Ronaldo's. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't agree with a lot of the things that you told me that he said. Yes. Because he's blaming everything on the club, they're disrespecting him and everything else. Well, you have to go back to the start of the season. He didn't come back until late. Yes. He wanted to transfer. Yes. He's going on about the club. It's not like it was in Ferguson's case. Well, times have moved on in most clubs. You're talking about the conditions. It didn't stop Fergie from winning loads and loads of trophies when he had the, just those dressing rooms. Yes. I, I think it's a sour situation from Ronaldo. I think he's yeah. out, of the, out of the club now. And I, 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 I wouldn't agree with doing the interview and I certainly don't agree with a lot of the uh, statements that you've just told me that he's made. You know, yeah, he's finished now at the club. There's something that we said last week, I think, John, you and Liam and I all agreed. Ten Hag wanted to put him on as a sub. I didn't want to be on as a sub. I, he walked into the dressing room and left the ground before the end of a game. He did that, mm. or a variation of that, twice. In that situation, the coach has to do what Ten Hag did. You cannot allow any player, however high yeah. profile he is, to, to get away with that. Well, I think the manager was right in what he said. I think some of the things that he's done since he's gone there is, as we know, I mean, definitely, we all know, he's been a great player over the years. Uh, but what he's done for Manchester United this season, last season, coming back late from, from for training at the start of the season, looking for a transfer. I mean, that's not the way to behave. And then come on the te on the, the radio or television, whatever he was on now, and start criticising the club for this, that, and the other. He's to blame for some of it. Yes, you know, right. there's no doubt about that. And I think he'd be and in the situation that he's in, and the player that he's been, and the personality he's been. I think he'd, he'd be better off 
not doing that type of interview. Yeah. Uh, Liam, just a final question before we move on to the weekend's games. It appears that quite a lot of Manchester United supporters resent this interview uh, and blame it on his ego. I, I, I think in a situation like this, there's two sides to every story. The Ralph Randwick thing sounds true, and Ten Hag obviously isn't that he says Ten Hag doesn't respect him, and therefore he doesn't respect Ten Hag. But Ten Hag is the coach now, and he has to be the coach and make the calls. Yeah, Eamon, and Ten Hag wants to hear him. You know, anytime he's interviewed, he's on about having a pressing game. He wants his, yes. his forwards to close people down quickly, not let defences out, make them make mistakes. Ronaldo just doesn't do that anymore. If you want to play with Christian Ronaldo, you sit back and you hit teams on the break, and yes. that's where he's been brilliant at for the last few years, you know, since he's kind of lost that yard of pace. Yes. Um, like he, 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 at Juventus, he had to go there as well, Eamon, because he was he, he, his ego was causing problems. You yes. know, yep. he is that kind of guy, isn't he? Yes. You know, and I kind of half fancy Portugal for the World Cup with all the very, very good players they've got. Yes. But with him in the mix, I don't know whether he's going to be a help or a hindrance. I really don't. But in this situation, he's wrong. You shouldn't go public. And as for doing it with Piers Morgan, well. You know, there's two things that I regret in my career. One that I never played uh, in a major championships for Ireland, and the other one is that Piers Morgan is an Arsenal support. You know, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it, it's all it's all wrong the same, and it stinks quite, quite yeah. honestly. Yeah, and I think uh, we'll see a lot more of it, but it is not the way for a great player to end his association with Manchester United, and that's certainly come to an end. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, Liam, just let me ask you about Arsenal. They won at Wolves on Saturday night. I watched the match. They didn't play great, but they were effective. Odegaard got the two goals. He's a new player. They're top of the league by five points now as a result of Manchester City's loss at home to Brentford. So Mikel Arteta will be pleased and deserves the credit for getting this team to be very positive, even away from home. No, we've been positive about them the last couple of months, Eamon. They've improved and they got better and better. Yeah, They've also beaten the big teams like Chelsea and Spurs who are up around the top of the Premiership. Uh, and, you know, I thought Wolves was a good performance, particularly in the second half. First half, they took their time about getting going, but second half, they really, you know, run the show. Party, again, was very good in midfield. Uh, scored two good goals. Jesus was, again, without scoring, was an inspiration to the team. You know, his work rate is infectious. Uh, I think people follow him behind them, and they got two really good goals, good move. Uh, Odegaard finished the second one particularly well. Uh, everybody's doing their job, Eamon. And, uh, you know, with Manchester City's result on, 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 uh, on Saturday, uh, at the lunchtime kickoff, I think it's given Arsenal supporters, ooh, well, could it be, could it be that we could do it this year? You know, because yes. Manchester City have a slip up in them. And this is the best start by any team for, you know, many, many years. You yes, know? it is. Even yeah. under Arsene Wenger, they didn't amass this amount of points after 14 games. No, 37 points, uh, five points clear of Manchester City, who've played the same amount of games, and seven points clear of Newcastle, who are third, played a game more. And indeed, Tottenham Hotspur have played a game more. They've played 15 games, and both of them are a long way behind Arsenal. John, the Manchester City game, you watched and uh, I watched. And you've been saying for weeks, John, that the City setup isn't right. They don't look to have the right mix in midfield. And the results are bearing you out, particularly the goals they're conceding. They've conceded nine goals at home which is an awful lot for them. You know, for example, Newcastle have conceded five at home. Manchester United have only conceded four at home. So what's gone wrong there, do you think, John? Well, as you say, there's a a loss in them, Eamon, you know, losing a match in them. I mean, most of the other matches they're winning. But what I see of them, it's when they're attacking, it's everybody attacking. Yeah. You know? Like the goal they lost against Liverpool, for example, right there. You know, this, the other day when they lost the the, the winning goal, Eamon, yeah. there was eleven or ten players sort of ahead of the ball, near enough. You know, yeah. it was just one kick out, and there's three, there's three players going at them. You know, yeah. from Brentford, yeah. and uh, that that's been happening all the time. Like as if there's like you see the right back, he's up in the inside left position sometimes, and I know that's the way Manchester City play, but. I think you're going to be found out now and again doing that, and they're getting they're being found out far too often for their own good. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a good performance, and I've seen a few like that. And they've been winning matches sometimes, where you couldn't say, "Well, that was really, really good performance," as if there's no emphasis whatsoever on defending, and they have the ball, naming like somebody sitting yes. back and, and and holding holding it up. 
There's nobody doing that. And I thought it was that they didn't deserve to win the match at all. Brentford deserved to win it in the long run. So I think it's a worry generally for City. I mean, they've got terrific players, as we know, but you, you can't go 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 forward all the all the time. And there has to be a balance to it. And I don't see that balance there. And Brentford did extremely well. Yeah. Just, just to mention Arsenal, I mean, I think Arsenal now are getting better and better. They look more like a, ch- a championship winning team than, than I've seen for the, the, the previous part of the season. They're looking really good. He's done a really good job. But City, very, very bad result, Damon, and a very, very bad performance. Yeah, uh, uh, Liam, Brentford's winning goal was in the 90th minute. But the pace, determination, the length of the field they had to go, and the absolute belief was incredible. I, I, I never saw anything like it. Most teams at that stage in the game at, at, at the Etihad would be hanging on. But boy, did they believe in themselves. And their coach, Thomas Frank, deserves great credit for what he's done there. Brentford really is, is not a big club historically. But these are real tough, strong, quick young players. Yeah, their recruitment has been great, Eamon. You know, yeah. they, I think they go into every detail about recruitment. I think the guy is a bit of a genius who, who owns Brentford. He goes into all statistics and things like that and they come up with these players like Tony was playing down the leagues the lad who got the yeah I've Tony in yeah. the England squad yeah uh, he, he very nearly got in the England squad but they're a big strong physical team I think they went uh, route one with City uh, and I've often thought that City might be vulnerable to that whereas if you play try and play out against City the way they press they'll take the ball off you and they'll punish you but yeah. Brentford just ruled that Reeled that tactic out and 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 went long uh, and as John says, uh, you know they pushed everybody forward for that corner kick in the end without any thought. Oh, we might give one away. Yeah. And Brentford took advantage of it on the break. You know it was a really really good performance. Yeah. But you know you're saying about Man City. I was reading today that this is their best start for ever. I think this is their best start, City, and 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 also Tottenham's best start. Um, uh, so I think the, the fact that Arsenal have done so well has kind of made people forget about that actually City as John says have won a lot of games and scores once again on Saturday came back from being goals down to, to win the match and their start has been very impressive as well but Arsenal's start has kind of put them in the shadows a bit yeah absolutely another surprise John Newcastle are third in the table, and they beat Chelsea, and they deserve to beat Chelsea, John. Uh, Chelsea were very, very poor. Now, they are missing major players. Reese James, the right back, Ben Chilwell, the left back, both potential England players, neither of them able to go to the World Cup because they've got hamstring strains. But that team has also lost Kante, uh, with a bad hamstring tear. He can't go to the World Cup either. So these are really big players they're missing, but they, they don't seem to be clicking at all. And Newcastle, I thought, were well worth their win. Yeah, it was, uh, Newcastle played well again, Eamon. Yeah, I, I, did. Think, no, I think he's got a big job, Potter, at Chelsea, Eamon. Yeah. You know, he's got a lot of stars, but he, at the moment, but he hasn't got a team. Yes. No, no, it does take a while for, for new managers to come in and, and get, get it the way they want to get it. But uh, it doesn't look right for Chelsea. You know, Sterling is not kicking a ball. There's, no. there's, 
there's a lot of stars, but they're not doing the, not really doing their stuff. So he's got to get a grip of it, and it, it's going. I think it's going to be a big job for him. Amen. Yes, so do you know, I. The players that he got in, he hasn't brought them in. Uh, it, it's his it's his early days. To be fair, you know, to to get it the way you want to get it, and as you say, there's a lot of injuries there. But they should be doing better than they're doing in their performance. Him, but Newcastle, I really do have a team. Eddie Howe's done a great job. Yes, I think yeah. he's, he's he's made a team of of players. Yes. He hasn't spent an awful lot of money. Uh, he spent well, but they're a good team, good attitude, and uh, Chelsea are a long way short of that. Yeah, Liam, uh, this new owner who came into Chelsea, acknowledging the fact that he has three top-class players injured, that's Kante, Rhys James and Ben Chilwell. I note that Mason Mount, who is, I think, a very good player, I think uh, he's in the England squad, obviously, and and will start for England, I, I would suspect. He's in uh, contract negotiations now, and it's not going well. This new owner appears to have opinions about the game. And I think if they're f- having trouble with Mason Mount over his contract, uh, which is a year and a half to run, that's not a good sign either. And where's Graham Potter in all of that? Does he have a say? Well, I'm sure he does. I mean, I'm sure he's, you know, the, the, the owner's going to go to Potter and seek his, uh, his, his opinion about, you know, how much money should be spent on new players and, and, and new contracts also. Uh, but I agree with John. You know, he's inherited a bad situation. Like Sterling's come in um, and uh, he hasn't kicked the ball since he's arrived at Chelsea, really. No, he hasn't. And the other signing, of course, is the Bamiyang, which is a bit like a Ronaldo business. I, I think one of the best things Arteta did for the dressing room at Arsenal was to get rid of a Bamiyang. Yes. Know? Yes. And he left himself short, and a lot of people said, oh, that might have cost him the Champions League last year, the fact that he didn't have a striker. But I think getting rid of someone like Aubameyang is a disruptive force. Yes. He doesn't, has no discipline. He thinks he's, you know, uh, a special case, and he doesn't have to adhere to, to, to the discipline of the, of the dressing room. Uh, I think Arteta getting rid of him made a big statement and uh, and actually improved things immensely at Arsenal. Uh, and I think Potter's got to sort all those things out. Now, who got Aubameyang uh, in? Was it Bowley? Was it Tuchel? Was it the pair of them together? I don't know, but y- you see him sitting on the bench there and he's not even brought on against Newcastle. That's yeah. a real problem for Potter to sort out, you know? Yes. But also, uh, I would agree with you, that he's missing some very important players, especially Reese James and Chilwell, who yes. are two tremendous fullbacks. Yes, and of course Kante, who's going to miss the World Cup for France, and is, I think we all agree, an amazing player and one of the best midfield players in the world. And just to go to the other end of the table, John, Frank Lampard is someone I've always had a lot of respect for when he was playing, and even when he when he was coaching, and... His Everton team now are looking really deep in trouble. A 3-0 defeat away to Bournemouth and the fans invading the pitch, actually, the Everton fans screaming for him to go. He's gone to a tough situation there, hasn't he? Because Everton have ideas about themselves as a club. They have been one of the great English clubs, haven't they, in the past? But... um, 
He looks like he's in trouble, John. Well, the fans have turned on him. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, in two matches now, yeah, uh, and a really bad defeat at the weekend. You know, Bournemouth are, are not one of the top teams, a very good side, not one of the top teams. And uh, the fans have really turned on him. And if the fans turn on you, I mean, you're in big trouble. Um, you know, he's, 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 I don't think he's had the resources there. No. I mean, they've been in big trouble over the years with bad buyers, and, and he's he's walked into that. So he's a very, very difficult job. And, uh, you know, the way it's going, you know, if he doesn't pick up, he, he, he could be out of there very, very quickly. Uh, which, you know, I'd be like you. I think he did a really good job at Chelsea in that, in Derby. Uh, and I think he's walked into a, a really, really bad situation there. Yeah, Liam, that's... It's a tough situation when you're in a big club or a club that thinks of itself as a big club and you've no money. The money's all spent. It's very, very hard when when the fans turn against you so quickly. I mean, he's only been there since a few weeks. Well, I think Everton fans have been really frustrated. I mean, best part of 10 years, I think. Yes, know? yeah. One under Bill Ken Wright, I think he got things dreadfully wrong there. Uh, it's, it's since Moyes left, really, that Everton haven't been the team that used to be, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, and we're going back a long, long time now when uh, David Moyes left to go to Manchester United, but uh, they ha- they've had a succession of managers. Managers that have actually done well at other clubs, you know? Yes. The lad up for him, uh, is it Silva? He's, he, yeah. he, he, he was back with Everton. Carlo he's, he's Ancelotti, I think, wasn't Ancelotti there? Yeah, Ancelotti was there. Yeah. I think that was a kind of a, you know, Ancelotti was was the biggest name they could get. They wanted to make a statement. They've got plenty of money. They've got Usmanov yeah. behind the name and who was a major shareholder at Arsenal. He's into the energy business and <laughs> that's the place to be. That's the place <laughs> to be at the moment. Yeah, they've had they've had a succession of managers, you know. Yeah. Frank does look as if he's in trouble, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's I think it's behind the scenes at that club that they've got to sort out at yeah. executive level and and the, the recruitment of players that's got to be sorted out. They've wasted so much money. Like Busmanov must have spent a half a billion pounds since he's been there. Yes, and there's nothing to show for it on the field. No, John. Let's talk about Manchester United's uh, team now and their performance against Fulham yesterday. Two-one win. Fulham uh, didn't have Mitrovic, which I think is a big blow to them. But they have a very, very good manager who I think we, we both uh, admire. And it was a good game. Oh, it was a very good game, Eamon. You know, the, 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 the Fulham have been going well, as we know. So, man, uh, United did really well to, to get back into the game. I think they lost the goal early on and, and then did, did extremely well. And the young lad that scored the goal, Eamon. Yeah, Ganacho. Ganacho, apparently, I was going to ask both of you, after the match, I think one of the, I think it was Rio Ferdinand said, this kid has great potential, and apparently, but he's a bit of a lad. And I, I think Ferdinand or someone else said, all the great players were bits of a lad. Uh, not, not, mm-hmm. not you and Liam, I'm, I'm sure, but this kid apparently is a very good player, but he was, yeah. he was thrown out of the first team squad for not turning up or training on time. He's got a little bit of history in that way. Took his goal really, really well. And I saw him play last week and he was very, very good at Old Trafford. 
very good aim in them. I mean, the, yeah. the goal he scored, I've seen him. But he's, he's only just come into the team. Uh, and he's but, only 18. Uh, yeah, he looks, he looks a real a future star. I mean, you know, yeah. like the, the, he gets on the ball, he can beat players, he's very quick. I mean, his goal yesterday was fantastic. Yeah. And, and that's the second time, only second time I've seen him. And really, really top-notch. Now, whether he's going to be keep, <laughs> behave himself or not remains to be seen. Who said it, Fern- Fernand? F- F- I think it was, Fern- I think it was Gary Neville. Oh, it sorry, yeah, I got no, it wrong. It was Gary Neville, was Gary Neville yeah, who said right. it. It's okay, you get a lot of things wrong, you do. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Gary Neville, and he, he, he did say, yeah, yeah, a lot of the special players have, have some, but he's only a kid, he's got to learn, you know, he's got to learn yeah. to get his yeah. training on the yeah, well, I don't. Sorry, John. Go ahead. I would. I don't. I don't agree with Gary Neville. Well, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I don't agree with him on that. They, they, I mean, all of all the star players I knew, really star players, I mean, yes. and and behaved themselves. Of course, the the odd ones who are very talented. Yeah. But it, it, there'll be more talented lads who behave themselves yes. than lads who don't behave themselves. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, but then you don't like Gary Neville. You don't like Red Nev. Is his, well, I don't. I don't know him, man. But I don't know him. But I'm not a fan of his. No. I mean, this thing about going to the World Cup and working over yeah, there and all yeah, that yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. And then he's he's, he's making comments about other people doing certain things. Yes. But in that situation there, with this kid coming into it, okay, he might be he might be a bit. A bit starstruck, or he might behave himself as well. But the majority of players that I knew over the years, if you talk about Dennis Law, uh, Bobby Charlton, all these great players, George yes. Best, unfortunately, was 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 an exception to that. With those players at Old Trafford and other places, behaved themselves very very well. Eamon Dumpy, John, what about Eamon Dumpy? <laughs> Eamon, Eamon, was, Eamon was a star in the making. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still I'm still working on it. But I didn't. I said it didn't have that back that that bad boy uh, tag around my neck. I just want to ask you a final question, both of you lads. The fact that we're having to close the league down, the Champions League, all the great leagues in Europe and South America are having to shut down for four weeks uh, in the middle of November. It's really, really shocking. I don't want to go into the politics of. Qatar at the moment, but it's four weeks in the middle of the season. City, for well, example, another program, Eamon. Eamon, that's another. It is. Program, it it is. Yeah, We're going yeah. to do it. So, but it's all. It's all wrong. Everybody thinks it's all wrong. But it's yes. all down to corruption and money yes. and so forth. And uh, we all know that. But it is what it is, and uh, everybody's accepted it. So uh, you know, the World Cup's going to kick off, and. Uh, in a week's time, just yep. over a week. No, less than a week's time, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But it's uh, so far, it's been a PR disaster uh-huh, for so. FIFA and for Qatar. Yeah. Can I, what I was going to ask you, Liam, was wasn't about politics of it at the moment. As you say, that's another program. What effect will it have on players who have to come back and play on Boxing Day, Stevens's Day? I think they'll be very, very tired, especially yeah. the ones that go deep into the competition. You yes. know, yeah. if they go get eliminated in, let's say, the last sixteen, or they'll be all right. They won't have a problem. Yeah, they'll get a good rest. But it's the ones that go deep into the competition, yes. and we don't know who that who they're going to be. You know, yeah. I'm hoping Brazil go out early. We've got three in the Brazilian team, and I'm hoping England go out early yeah. <laughs> for selfish reasons. You yes. know, yeah, but yeah. That's that's going to be that. That's going to be the case. Whoever goes deep into the tournament, like semi-final or final, are going to come back very, very tired. 
Yeah, John, just uh, on that point, Manchester City have 16 players, John, going to the World Cup yeah. in Qatar. And, I mean, I think, I agree with Liam. I think it makes, in sporting terms, in footballing terms, it's a, it's really, it could it has the potential to destroy the season. But it's a very strange situation, isn't it? That's dreadful, should yeah. never have happened. I mean, yeah. as Liam said, we, you, you say, it's yeah. total corruption yeah. that's caused it to come in. It's just madness. Yeah. Having a World Cup in the middle of a season. Yeah. And as you say, with the players, I mean, it's the best players that go on so far. Because the best players are usually in the best team, international team. So yes. they, they, they're likely to go the longest way in the competition. Yeah. It's madness, I mean, Madness and, and corruption. I'm, I'm, I, I, just, I just can't make it out, you know? Well, we, so stupid. We've seen enough of it over our lifetimes, lads, corruption in football. But this is way out there with the worst of them. And football is bound to suffer. I'm very grateful to John Giles and to Liam Brady, two great players who weren't in any way flawed character-wise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk uh, again later in the week about the World Cup. Thanks to John and Liam. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.